Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Steel Talking. I'm your host, Geraldine Steele. And I tell you, um, just months ago, it feels like we were having all kind of problems getting people to take a job, right? They used to say the young people just weren't taking the jobs. And, you know, everywhere you looked, it was, oh, my gosh, we're hiring, we're hiring, we're hiring. But unemployment claim numbers uh, show more people are heading back to the workforce. And employees are reaping the benefits of a hot labor market. We're talking high wages are drawing people back after the great resignation. But many employers are finding that's not, well, that's still not enough to fill their empty jobs. So local business coach Gary Watts with Pinnacle Business Guides is joining us now to explain how companies are getting creative when it comes to hiring. Welcome, Gary. How are you? Well, thank you, Geraldine. Very good. So it's a pleasure to be with you tonight. It's great to have you. Okay, so yeah, young people, a lot of people complain that they were the ones that would not take a job. And then um, there were the older generation that was, you know, moving out and retired and just thought, I'm I'm done with working. Some of them started coming back, I heard. Uh, I'm not quite sure of that. But tell us, how in the world did we get here today where really the job market has just filled up? Right. You know, we've gone through the last two years where it was termed the great resignation. And I think right right now um, the term that people are using is the great renegotiation. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) employers employers are uh, renegotiating with the employees as to uh, what that work looks like and how they're going to do it. When someone says job openings are near record highs, what does that exactly mean? Give us a number. Well, yeah, well, I don't know if I have a number for you, but I think what's happening in the marketplace is that um, the record highs are the employers are looking for that ideal candidate, um, the one with the degrees, um, you know, the credentials, that type of thing, and they're not finding that person. And what they're finding, I think, is people that have skills um, and so they're starting to change the requirements without lowering their standards, so to speak. Um, and as they change those requirements, they're looking for people that have people skills and, and other types of skills. And uh, that's, that's what they're dealing with. 
You you um, uh, just said a moment ago that they're looking for people with degrees, and I'm just curious about that. You know, I was always taught if you have an undergraduate degree, you're doing great. You'll get the jobs. You'll you'll do well if you pay attention and you know what you're doing. Um, however, there are so many that are getting degrees, and I'm wondering if they are the ones that are really applying for some of these jobs um, and and making more money, or are they still going after those that are in? Um, they they are in some type of craft, like a plumber, that sort of thing. Are they getting the jobs um, or those that go to um, community colleges? Tell us a little bit more about what it takes to get some of these jobs. Yeah, I think uh, from an employee standpoint, you know, if you're looking for a job, it's a great time to look. Um, employers are more open, I think, to hiring non-traditional candidates. And mm. they're... I guess the recommendation I would say is search for those companies that match your core values, um, core values that fit your core values. And then as you apply for those jobs, if, if you don't have that degree, if you don't have that certification. Are you there? Are you there? I'm so sorry. I believe we lost Gary for a moment, Gary Watts. We were talking about the unemployment claims numbers that show more people are heading back to workforce, to the workforce. And seriously, they're making good money. They're giving them a, a living wage, which we've talked about many times here on Still Talking, about the importance of a living wage. And Gary Watts has been joining us. He's with Pinnacle Business Guides, and he's going to hopefully we'll get him back on to talk about how these um, people that are looking for a job have gotten really creative and the companies have gotten really creative on how to seduce them to come and, and apply for a job at a lot of these small businesses, middle-sized businesses, corporations, you name it. But you don't hear as much as we used to hear about young people just aren't taking a job. I believe um, Gary is back with us. Yes. Sorry about oh, that. Gary. Oh, that's all right. Okay, so when we start looking at um, what it means for those that have the degrees or has a degree or um, there are companies that are hiring people, period, that want to work and have the skills to do it. Um, and so what companies were the ones that first found their way to um, interact with the um, the age group that they wanted to hire, because not all corporations, not all companies, not all small businesses are looking for young people or middle-aged people or senior citizens all at one time. A lot of times they have a specific um, group that they're looking for, correct? Correct. That's, that's exactly right. So, um, again, I think as, as I've worked with our business clients at Pinnacle, um, one of the things that we see is if they're clear on their strategic vision, if they're clear on their core values and they've developed a very um, good place to work, okay, a good place to work, they're genuinely, genuinely, you know, devoted to that. What they're finding is people are not leaving and people are being attracted to those types of companies. And so I think it's really key that you have to develop that positive culture and a great place to work in this, in this environment. 
We have five generations that are working today, um, from the youngest, the ones that are in their early 20s you know, or 18 to 25, or those that are um, mid-range, uh, 30s to 45, and those above that. And as you keep looking at these groups and, and they're applying for these jobs, we have all five in some companies, some uh, nonprofits even, that are working together. That excites me to know because we can learn from each other, right? We can learn right. from each other. And I think the companies have really started to invest in that. Am I correct? Right. Um, you know, one of the things is doing training, um, you know, between the different generations and um, getting that mentoring set up in some cases, um, further training, um, the leadership development, those types of things. That's what we're working with with, with, with our clients. And uh, it seems to be working really well. So there are people listening tonight that are job seekers, and I'm just wondering, um, there are a lot of people out there trying to train people over, you know, starting to retrain them to say, no, this is the new way that we're going to do it since the great resignation. And so what changes are you seeing? What what um, tactics are they using now um, for job seekers to try to seduce them and get them into the programs, into the companies that they want? Yeah, well, I think they're looking at, you know, the hybrid models. Um, you know, bringing people back into the office, but then also having that flexibility and, and uh, allowing them to work from home. I think the other things that are important to the employee is um, not only the work environment and, and how they're working, but, you know, the other parts of their life. And, and so an employer that is accommodating that, helping them with that, um, I think has is, is got a leg up on everybody else. Um, I think the other thing that employers are doing with their training is when they onboard somebody, they're looking at those onboarding processes and and the training that comes as a result over the next you know three months, six months, year, and even doing like a loyalty uh, bonus or something like that after say 15 months or 18 months, um, trying to connect those people. It's interesting that most employees when they're new they decide whether or not they're going to stay at an employer within the first 30 days that they're employed. And so oh, wow. that onboarding process, yeah, that onboarding process has to be great. You know, we really have to be good at that if, if you're an employer today. I love that you talked about how the values fit you. Um, and of course, Pinnacle um, Business Guides, you guys believe that if you see a job that you're not quite qualified for, but your core values line up, be honest about your skills and experience while still highlighting the great things. That is so uh, integral to the success of the company, the business, um, and the employees. Um, and, and I'm wondering, when you're trying to talk to young people about that specifically, how are they um, approaching that? How do they, do they accept it, or are they not really accepting that advice? Um, I, think, I think they're accepting it. I think that, um, you know, it's hard for them maybe to believe that they can qualify for it as a result of not having those credentials. And yet what we're finding is, is that um, the other skills that they bring to the table, um, whether it be people skills or, um, you know, it's specific um, skills in analytics or IT or whatever it is, um, that as long as they're willing to grow and embrace that process and you have an employer that is willing to train and create a uh, pathway for their career, um, you know, I think that's a good match, and I think that's what they're looking for in, in, 
and they should find that today. There's more and more employers that are doing that type of work. What have you learned since the pandemic and so many lost their jobs, uh, many of their um what they were experts at, they are not anymore. Many of them left cities. They went home to stay with mom and dad. Um, and as you mm-hmm. see them starting to come back into the industries, um, are they disappointed? Do they feel like, I don't want to do this anymore? I want something more meaningful. For sure. Um, that's exactly, I think, what a lot of people are contemplating uh, today is not only do they want to work from home or have some sort of hybrid model that they want available to them, um, they want meaningful work. They want an employer in a, in a place where they can go, and there's uh, great communication, there's trust, and there's something for them to believe in and to work towards um, that's greater than just the job. Could you tell us uh, here in Minnesota, when it comes to getting uh, the job market really getting hot and people are, are being um, hired, uh, where, are we, where do we stand when it comes to how many people are unemployed here in this great state of Minnesota? Um, I was at a Chamber of Commerce meeting recently, the, the state Chamber of Commerce meeting, and um, I believe the number was like 12 million people that are still either unemployed or underemployed. And as that relates to the rest of the country, um, I think it's probably better uh, than in a lot of states. But, um, you know, still, this, that's a lot of people that are either unemployed or underemployed and still still looking for something different. As a local business coach, and this is my last question, um, Gary, I'm just curious to know how many more the numbers um, going up for, you know, the numbers of people that you are coaching or are you seeing it kind of leveling out right now? Uh, no, I, I'd say that our business is growing. Um, there's, you know, a lot of people don't know they're looking for a coach but everybody can use a coach. (laughs) And so, um, you know, as we have those conversations and we develop, um, you know, some of the issues and the ideas around that and what they're looking for, uh, we can bring tools and systems. uh, That's what we do at Pinnacle, uh, bring tools and systems to them to help them execute at a higher level. Well, I tell you, Gary Watts, local business coach with Pinnacle Business Guides, it's been a pleasure to talk with you tonight. And I will um, keep trying to find out those numbers and see how they're constantly increasing. And I'll start talking to some young people in different organizations and groups, you know, mentors, that sort of thing, and just kind of listen to what they're thinking about the jobs that they're taking, especially young people. So I thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you, Geraldine. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 